0: To my eyes
1: Embrace me.
0: You will die, but I can bring you pleasures mortals cannot know.
2: Whoa. Hello everybody. Welcome to episode
3: Three hundred
2: and twenty-four. Of Sick the Rat Radio. I am not feeling so hot. Well, actually, I am feeling hot. And then cold. And then hot. And then cold. And then hot. So tonight... I'll be drinking tea. Oh, is this how I hypnotize people here? It's, it's nothing too serious. I like a, I have, I think. Last I checked was a little while ago. I have a, I have a 99 degree temperature. I took the at-home COVID test. I swabbed my anus and I stuck it in that little piece of paper. It came out negative. But I'll tell you, I am uh, feeling a little drained. But that's okay because we're in the sewers of Brooklyn, New York, bringing you one of the best uh, podcast shows, things, whatever. I don't know. what, Diane, why am I here today? Because you don't. Oh there's no sick days we don't we don't get any time off in the sewer. uh oof, it is hot. yeah, my ears got fuzzy again. Tonight's episode is gonna be special because I think I know how I got sick, and it was through some magical fucking powers, okay there was a I lived through a paranormal experience. I had one, okay? I think. I'm mostly sure I did. I'm going to explain it to you a little bit later. I'm not going to give away the whole bag of uh, knowledge right now, but we're also going to try to find out ways to prevent this from happening to you. Bring me more of those elderberry gummies. Yeah, this is, this is help. Thank you, Diane. Okay. Um Am I sick because uh Picard Season 2 is coming out? I think later tonight. You got COVID from a witch too? Yeah, you might have. So this is this is a thing that might be happening here. Um Uh Yeah, Picard Season 2 is coming out later tonight on uh the the Piscock network. Not gonna do that, but it will be on um Amazonian Prism. Uh, on Thursday, I think, or on Friday, or some shit. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna hate watch that. Should be really annoying. It's definitely gonna be a trash fire. He goes, fucking Picard goes back into the 90s until like a CSI thing. It's gonna be. It's gonna remind me of that uh, Enterprise episode where fucking Archer and T'Pol go into the the 90s to catch some people making a fucking biological bomb. Uh, Hopefully this marijuana will help me feel a little bit more alive. People are protesting it. There's a, there's a uh, thing you could go sign to make sure that uh, Alex Kurtzman's Star Trek is not part of the official Star Trek timeline. To Paul and Ben's Velcro, she might actually... Didn't she do that when she went back into, like, the 1800s? Or that was, like, another planet, too. That wasn't even the Wild West. But I'm, I'm just a little... Uh, anyway, we're not talking about Star Trek tonight, even though I, I could. I, I fucking... I fucking love Star Trek, man. Oh, and, uh, we call it? Fucking Discovery Season 4. I don't know. I haven't stopped watching. I watched the first three, and I, I can't take any more. Um... Uh, she keeps getting interviewed as being the first uh, Sonequa, Sonequa something, I forget her name, Sonequa, Sonequence, uh Levi's jacket, um, she, she, they keep saying that she's the first black captain in Star Trek, first black woman captain, completely fucking wrong, There's, there was at least five others in the TV shows and in films, and there was an admiral that was a uh, black lady as well, and... I don't know how these people get away with this. Uh, Star Trek is a – somebody in the chat is asking what Star Trek is. Star Trek is a uh, a porno series that was a, a long-running pornography series where William Shatner has sex with everybody. Um, first main – oh, first – well, that's not what they said in, in the thing. They said uh, – they said – hold on one second here. i got to just – because if they said she was the first main character black lady, then... But that's not what... You're going where no one has gone before. Hold on a second here.
4: This is your first season as captain. That's right. She's the boss. That's right. She's the boss. That's right. <laughs> and not only is Sinequa the captain on Star Trek Discovery tonight on Paramount Plus, but she's the first black female one ever in the... Fr-
2: ever in the franchise. They say first... Bl-
4: <laughs> but she's the first black female one ever in the franchise
2: yeah okay sorry that just pissed me off um, people are trying to do a a uh, like a get Alex Kurtzman's Star Trek away from um, the original the storyline but you know the whole Star Trek fucking storyline's all fucked up anyway it's like there's two Rikers running around uh, I think uh, uh, Kim was the name yeah, the ensign Kim he's he's from he's a different one there's there's a whole bunch of things if you don't like it just pretend that it doesn't exist. I just hope that alex Kurtzman goes away soon uh very soon um uh, we'll see how um we're gonna see how the um uh that that new one is with uh something okay look anyway two Rikers one troy that would be pretty hot actually uh I want actually just give me three Rikers playing each other's trombones uh, we're going to listen to some music and we're going to come back and I'm going to discuss to you how I think that I got I think I got um, yeah, O'Brien's correct about that temporal mechanics It's. I actually I probably mention this a lot but I, I hate time travel in stories because I think just time travel is <laughs> fucking retarded it's Oh yeah, I went back in the past. Then what happened to you in the present? Where'd you go? Did you vanish? and did your atoms disappear? Did you do the laws of conservation? Either way, I just don't like I don't like start uh, uh time travel and then somebody's like, "Yeah, but you like Star Trek." And I was like, "Oh, fuck. Yeah, there's so much goddamn tra- time travel and that shit. There was even a, a temporal cold war there." Let's let's go listen to musings by DK Sill. What the hell did I write there? I'm Hopefully NetNet could help me out with this. D-D-K-S-I-I? Well, we'll be back. I'm going to explain to you how I think I got sick and how you could protect yourself and your loved ones.
3: Well, that was a fun song.
2: Thank you, uh, servo, for serving up the links to all this music in the chat room. Uh, if you'd like to go to the the music, uh, you go to SoundCloud slash like slash Nick the Rat or something, something like that. I don't know. Um ugh. all right. There's a couple of there's a, there might be two ways that I got um I'm ill so couple weeks ago I think I don't even know how long ago it was if my the memory's a blur uh I maxed out I think one of my visa cards to uh, that the company gave me to to just buy a shitload of mayonnaise. We filled a pool up with it in the sewer we were having a mayonnaise pool party now, if you'd never swam in mayonnaise before, you haven't lived the viscosity and the the feeling especially. Cause it takes a while once you jump in it takes a while for the mayo to uh uh conform to every crevice but once it starts to creep up into your um nether regions it's very very pleasant and to do it with a group of people is great so i was we were having the, the mayo pool party and all of a sudden a um um a, a homeless woman or a gypsy lady i don't know if that's that's going to get me kicked off the air i don't know what uh she was uh, tan, she had dreadlocks and she was uh, she came she came down into the sewer she witnessed the party that was happening now I would love to have let her come in and enjoy the uh, fresh uh, poured mayonnaise squished between her toes there wasn't enough room okay and she smelled a little weird so I was just like you can't come in I'm sorry lady you have to move on she gave me the evil eye She looked at me like no woman's ever looked at me before. Actually, she might be the first woman that ever looked at me, so that's that might be part of why this is coming anyway. Um I did not bed her okay i I her, I said, "Begone, begone," and flushed her out of the sewer, but before she left, she gave me the evil eye and i felt the blackness of of her pupils connect with mine and i just instantly started to feel ill well actually it was it took a little while it took a couple of days to actually set in i wasn't i wasn't even really that ill yet but uh so i started doing research into this evil eye stuff and apparently you could you could kill people with this i might die i don't know what's going to happen i don't I, I don't know what i have right now but I feel I I felt flush. My 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 limbs are cold, and I get hot and sweaty, and then um, i have uncontrollable erections and things. It was just a weird. Um, it was either that or I was uh, watching the State of the Union last night, and boy, oh boy, I don't I don't know. I think when Nancy Pelosi rubbed her her mitts together, it it might have gotten me uh, 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 furiously ill. Oh man. Watching the State of the Union is scary. Why were they standing up? Are they trying to compete with the British people, with the yays and the nays, with the standing and the clapping? He's reading a piece of paper. You don't have to stand and clap every five seconds. But old Button did a whole hour and didn't fall down, so I'm very proud of him. Uh, but yeah Nancy Pelosi was scaring the fuck out of me Ugh. anyway i don't, don't want to talk about politics if i start talking about politics we can start talking about anyway let's um let's talk about more about this evil eye okay let, let's talk a little bit about um let's talk about Ukraine i have never seen more disinformation on all sides, like public disinformation. Like I've seen a shitload of disinformation constantly from from everywhere. But but disinformation that that's just like, hey, this is this is disinformation. Here's some more disinformation, and just they keep feeding it to you. And then then maybe like like ten minutes later, like, oh, that was that was just fake. We're just we're just fucking around with you right there. Um, eye crane. And the this Ukraine situation does have me a little blue uh, worried. The whole world is going to, to shit right now. You know, grain prices and fuel prices and uh, um <laughs> Putin started it. But who will finish it? And again, did Putin even start it? We like we don't know why he's doing what he's doing, I don't think. Did didn't they like say, "Oh, yeah, My name is Putin, and I don't like Nazis. Let's go get those and, like, uh, kill some... And I don't know. That doesn't make goddamn sense. It's got to be about, like, oil or water or food. I don't know what it's about. But either way, shit's going crazy. Shit's going crazy. And there's just so much... So many lies everywhere. Like, how how could you come back from seeing, like, all these lies and then... uh, And then believe anything? And the best part is like, oh, they, these are these are verified. Like, what? Who verified this? What? Who's? What's the what's the verification process for anything? Can you verify um, an RNG for me? Let's. Uh, oh God! Wait. I'm going to open up the phone lines. If you'd like to call in and uh, tell me how it's all going to end, or um, how to uh, save yourself from the evil eye. Give a call at 917 uh, 719 You can call me, and if you don't get through, you can leave a voicemail like this person did.
5: Oh, Nick the Rat, face to the screen here. Uh, sorry, I missed last night's show. It's, it was a good one. I was watching it on YouTube when you posted it. and uh, I only had four hours of sleep the night before, and I was working on my car. You're um, talking about calling with stuff that's falling apart in your life. Well, the car's not really falling apart so much... Is I'm just waiting for parts. <laughs> it's a, it's an '86 Volvo, so I mean, parts aren't even really that expensive, and they're available, but you just have to wait for them to arrive. So hopefully by next show, I'll have my drive shaft put back in, and I'll be driving the car a little bit. Um, the, the the parts are special order, so I have to make sure I get the right ones because you can't return them if you order the wrong one, and it's like the part I'm waiting for it was like 25 bucks but I can't put it back together without it. Um, so I'm glad to say that it's not really something falling apart, but at least something getting put back together. I, let, I was an idiot and let it sit for a couple of years. years. I mean, the parts that I'm changing now were parts that were already bad, and that's why I parked the car in the first place. Um, but I hope to daily drive it again sometime. You know, it's, I like that car a lot. The more I work on it, the more I fall back in love with it because stuff's easy to reach. It's not too hard to work on. Like, they made it to be fixed. I've noticed, like, this 86 Volvo, it's like they made it to be fixed, and that's why I'm, I'm probably never gonna sell it. (laughs) So, you know. Well, I put new tires on it already, and, uh, new battery in it, and just stuff like that. It runs pretty well, again, put new gas in it. it. Took the bad gas out, put new gas in. Fun stuff like that. So, you know. Uh, I was inspired. I had to fix my truck out of necessity, and just started, once I fixed it, I was like, well, I'm gonna start picking on that car a little bit, and anybody out there, if you think you can do it, just do it. Uh, have a good night. In the sewer.
2: That was a face to the screen. I'm trying to look for his uh, a YouTube channel face. Is it face to the screen? I don't know how to spell it. Though. Like it's. Oh, I have. A, I'm following him over here. Hold on, say he's. He's a very interesting YouTube channel. He might, he might be Italian. He does a lot of a uh, hand talking. Um, let me see if I can find this here. Uh, man, that, they need to have a search thing over here. Like search your your people that you follow on, on YouTube because I just have I follow like all these these uh porno actors and there's so many of them and and then you try to look for them, and you're like, how do I you can't just do a search? Like I'm scrolling through this thing over here. Well, if you ever do find uh face to the screen on YouTube and you watch it, you'll be like, whoa. This guy's—he's uh, talking with his hands. I don't know where I'm going with this. Sorry, you know this is this is what uh, being sick and stone does to you. Also, YouTube, like YouTube, fucking sucks. I can't I can't find him. I'm scrolling slowly through uh, my list over here. Oh, maybe there's a thing over here. Yeah, um, this is this is this is a. Uh... Oh, there we go. Because there's thirty threes in there. Finally found it. He has a video where he's talking about a toilet. He just does all these close-up videos of things. and, and uh, Oh, there is his face. I see him there.
5: Face to the toilet, slaves. Look at how long this fucking thing takes to flush. It doesn't have any rating on it for how many gallons it uses, but this thing's got to use at least five gallons of water. I'm not supposed to use this bathroom, but this is the rich people's bathroom. Watch this. Ooh.
2: At first, I was like, this toilet Hello. should flushes normally, but it flushes like twice in one flush. That's a crazy video. See, that was... It's still flushing. He only pressed it once. If it goes down... It's
0: gallon after
5: gallon. It's still gallon flushing. Gallon
6: after gallon, man. Like, Oh, my God.
5: If my toilet at home did that, someone would call the authorities. Are you? The water company would call the cops on it?
2: Hello? Caller? Is there a caller here?
5: I guess so. What's up?
2: No. <laughs> I don't have... I don't... uh, I don't know. Do you know how... Do you know how to cure an evil eye sickness? Or something?
7: Um... No, I don't.
2: Oh, damn. Uh, So, uh, how, how are you doing tonight, caller? What's going on?
7: I'm doing good. Um... I'm eating a taco truck burrito next to the train tracks. I just met the craziest homeless man. Um... Yeah, people around here call him Crab. Chris,
2: does he walk um, does he walk uh, funny?
7: No, he actually has two prosthetic hands. Um and apparently uh he's a Vietnam vet, old cat. And uh he went to Vietnam and they were apparently like doing this ambush on this village. Yeah. And he was going inside this house and there was a girl there and he didn't really have it in him to hurt her, I guess. And she, like, he helped her escape. Yeah. And he was going to go turn back to go back to, I guess, his colleagues or whatever. And uh, the girl convinced him to like follow her to a farm that her dad was at and it took him like two days to get there and her dad was like kind of going like senile and he also fought in the wars in the past and didn't really like Americans but they he basically accepted him because because he was like Helping his daughter,
2: I guess. Yeah, he saved his daughter. You should be grateful.
7: Yeah. And anyways, like 12 years goes by. And during that time, like this old man is getting like more and more senile. I guess it wasn't her dad, but like her grandfather. Um, And they were harvesting potatoes and it would go, they would go down the lines. Like the grandfather would dig up the potatoes And homeboy would be, like, there with a basket and, like, catching them and putting them in the basket and, like, Mm -hmm. rubbing the final dirt off of them before throwing them in the basket. Yeah. And this one day, like, he looks at the dad and he's, like, starting to throw potatoes, like, almost, like, 20 yards now. He's, like, kind of going up the way because he's digging, too. But instead of the old man having a basket on him, he's carrying the basket. And so he's carrying all the weight, but the old man's, like, still out there working it. Um, but the old man like stops and looks at him and they're like, probably like 25 feet apart or so. And he throws a long one. And when the guy catches it, it's a fucking grenade, bro. He too- and wow, literally blows off his fucking hands. And this guy has no hands and this guy like, his upper lip is, like, halfway gone, and I personally believe him. And anyways, like, he, he basically was in a coma for an unknown period amount of time. He didn't even know the month or day after, like, 12 years of living on that farm. Um, and the apparently the girl brought him back to, like, Americans somehow. Um, in a potato I believe, sack. No. I believe at that time, like they weren't even in Vietnam at the time, but apparently there was still like some sort of like American military influence there. Um, and when they got a hold of him, they were like, they were convinced that he was held capture. He was held captive for like twelve years, and he basically ran with that story because. He didn't want to admit, like, basically fleeing and going AWOL.
2: Um, Isn't that yeah. stolen valor? Yeah. Did he get the Purple Heart? They should should give him a Purple
7: I believe so. He said he got a pretty uh, decent payout for it, too. Ended up wasting it on drugs when he got back. He was heartbroken. He's like, that girl was, like, the love of my life. We never, ever, ever it, spoke the same language for that entire 12 years. They were basically playing gibberish with each other and yeah. I I've known Crab for a while. Like this is my hometown and I'm visiting, I live up in Oregon. Um and I had no idea what a crazy story he had.
2: Hmm. Wow.
7: Then I called you. Um, My buddy's here. He's got his laptop open. We just came across your screen real quick, and uh, he sent me a number,
2: and I'm really surprised you answered. Well, it's, that's this is this is how we uh, we need to hear these people's stories. Th- these things need to be spread because, say, one day you're at war and find a beautiful young woman that takes her to her grandparents' house and asks you to catch potatoes. I'll be like, "No, sorry, no. You keep those potatoes to yeah, yourself, sir." <laughs>
3: Ouch!
2: Ugh! That's a horrible story. How uh, how is the tacos?
7: Uh, I get the burritos from here. Shout out to Jessica's Taco Trucks in Modesto, California.
2: Ooh, so you're um, eat, you're you're snacking on Jessica's taco right now?
7: Straight up, full fledged. I would eat her taco any day. Quite honestly, she's so fine working in the back of that taco truck.
2: You ever think like a a burrito kind of looks like a flashlight? It's a little uh. uh co- call her yes I love you I gotta go bye <laughs> but you could really probably make a good fleshlight out of a, um, a bone bonito uh, thank you for the call caller uh, it's always uh, nice to get some fresh blood in there mayo taco that's they put a, isn't sour cream like mayonnaise uh, silly older brother or something I don't know Uh huh. Wait, wait, wait! We're going to take a quick music uh, interlude break, and we'll be right back. We're going to thank some people for making this show uh, happen, and it's this show is sponsored by viewers like you and giant mega corporations, but we won't talk about them. Uh, the next song on the, uh, the the thing over here is uh, Alta with. Pthef pug a something why do they name these things so weird pug a02 alta we'll be right back That was a fun track, very Cynthy, very, very fun, very, very, very nice, very nice track there. Um, thank you for all the artists that do make this this music, that do make the music. Dope isn't dope. Winners don't use hominins. Mike Riley. Um, we're going to thank some people for donating. Their souls to Nick the Rat Radio via their uh, uh, the uh evil eye. No, I'm joking. Uh, we have a P.O. Box. Nick the Rat at P.O. Box 9549, Brooklyn, New York, 11209. Yes, so that's right, people. I am in... Studio is in South Brooklyn. If you come look for me, I will hit you with poop because apparently that's legal in New York. Some guy in New, New York City is turning... It's not turning into... It is garbage. There's a... Some guy hit a lady in the face with feces. I was like, if that happened to me, this person would not be alive today. If anybody hit me with poop, I'd probably lose my dang mind and just not stop until they were dead. Even if they had a gun and they shot me, I would have just kept on. Um, but he did it to a lady and the lady, you know, she's a lady. She's probably not going to go crazy like I would. Um, I was like, fuck, that's horrible. They're probably never going to catch this guy. They caught the guy. They caught the guy and they let him out without having to pay bail. And there's a quote saying that the guy said shit happens to the cops as they let him out of the courthouse. If – we have his name now though. Actually, I should – can we dox this guy? Because we should – I think we should hunt this guy down and, and all shit on him. Um, uh, uh, what do I look for? Shit attack New York City? Holy crap, this suspect has over 20 arrests since 1999. Jesus how... Why don't we send him to Australia? Okay, um... Frank Abroqua. If you ever meet somebody named Frank Abroqua, throw a potato at him. Okay, anyway, we're getting off subject here. I just wanted to uh, bring that up. That was just really really upsetting me. New York City is garbage. I gotta move. Okay, well, let's open up this first piece of mail. It's very sticky. Oh, I think I know it. I think I know who this is from. It's a repeat offender. Okay, let's see what we got here. I got two dollars. I mean two two dollars. Four twenty. And there's dimes taped to Jefferson's face. Thank you so much for the uh four twenty in Cash Rooney. Uh the note the note says, Dear Nick the Rat, I just wanted to tell you that I've been listening to your show for thirty thousand years now and No, it just says woo from Tominaminaminas. Tommy Tommy Nanamini, Tommy Nominus, who released a really cool song on SoundCloud, um, I think like two weeks ago, but he didn't release it under his name, Tommy Nominus, it was like a sewer, sewer something, sewer draft or sewer scum, I forget what it was, but it was a great song, uh, if you go through my favorites, you'll find it, uh, Tommy Knockermouse, it is easier to say than Tommy Anonymous. Tom Anonymous or something? I, I'm still sick, people. I'm I'm going to take my temperature live on the air in a little bit. Uh, we have another one. Let's open this guy up. Ah, this one doesn't open as nicely. I need a letter opener. Oh, it's a check. Sir, Mike Roach, PhD. Microdose and uh, 42, 42 cents check. This is from February 3rd. What the hell? i got to start looking at the dates on this one. The, the P.O. Boxes, I'm going to complain to my mailman. I needed this $0.42 cents a month ago, and I didn't have it. N- now we're here today. Uh, thank you so much. And it looks like we have another one. I think this is also from Dr. Mike Crotch. Yeah, it's another check for $0.42 cents from February 17th. Microdose, and $0.42 cents keeps coming. Sir, my crotch. Account six six six. How'd you do that? How'd you do that, Doctor? All right. Well, those are all the uh, the fun stuff that came to the PO box. Let's take a, a look at anybody that we're gonna go to the Twitch donations first. There might not be any, but uh, if you uh, if you have Amazon Prime and you like to show me your titties, uh, just give, you could uh, subscribe for free, and I get like a free two dollars a month. And I also sponsor a giant cruise ship for Jeff Bezos. Um, uh, I'm not too sure what's the last one I read. So I'm just going to say Trey from Philly resubbed with Prime. You've been a sub for three months. I've been a top. Uh, that was seven days ago. Uh, anonymous grifter, gifter, anonymous gifter gifted a one month tier sub one to Drax Arts. That happened seven days ago. Uh, if you also sub, you get a little cool rat icon that it doesn't, <laughs> uh, uh, overfangled. Resubbed with Prime. They've been subbed for 14 months. Really? I don't remember ever seeing that before. But that was seven days ago. Overfangled. Thank you so much. Uh, Symervelin followed me. That's that's cool. Uh, Anonymous Gifter gifted another one-month sub to face to the screen. And then again to stain on your sofa. (laughs) I I love the names of the chatters up in here. Is face to the screen the... The Toilet Flushing YouTuber? Yeah. Yeah, so thank you to all the people on Twitch that subbed or uh, donated through there or gifted subs. Thank you so much. Uh, damn, doesn't Mitch McConnell look like that monster with the hand eyes in that movie? Uh, Pan's Labyrinth. Kept thinking that too. Very scary, very scary. Uh Sorry, that was some uh, I have a picture of him naked on my phone. Let me go over to the uh, donations here. Uh, you could go to nicktherat.com and click on donate and send me any amount of money that you would like to. You could also uh subscribe for four twenty a month as well. I think a dollar an episode a month is pretty damn cool. Um, even I, I even do shows and I'm fucking sick and should be sleep I slept like all day. I feel like ugh. okay. Well, anyway, let's look at the donations here. Whoa, we got a lot. Let's start with here. Oh, also for the donations, I don't dox people. I'll read your initials unless stated otherwise within the note. Um, all right, this is a donation of 9 If you flip it upside down, it's 6 six. A uh, man walks into his psychiatrist's office wearing nothing but plastic wrap around his waist. Doctor looks up and says... Clearly, I can see your nuts.
3: Thank you, BB. That's
2: a pretty good joke. Kind of I I didn't giggle that much, but I liked it. It was it was a good one. It was a good one. Uh we have KS with a four twenty subscription. Thank you so much, KS. Uh you are making me feel a little bit less sick. Maybe this is how you cure yourself from being sick. You get people to send you uh monetary donations, and no, I still feel sick. That's not true. Um, I prefer health over wealth. Like if I could not feel like sh- – like if, if I could keep my hands and not have them be blowed off by a grenade, I'd rather that than have my hands blowed off by a grenade and have a million dollars. Or <laughs> – uh, we have another 420 from DV. DV's been around for a while. Uh, thank you so much, DV, for your, um uh, uh, continued patronage. Um, uh, we have AM with one million dollars and I don't have to blow off my hands. Oh, that's just one dollar. Thank you so much, AM. I miss you. I haven't, I got kicked off the Instagram, so I can't look at, um, anyway, we got P l l c with fourteen fourteen thank you so much p l l. c they've been around for i think this might be my handler but we'll find out later and finally we have t r with three 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 I think that's code thank you so much for everybody that has um supported me and donated and uh showed me your love and just hopping in the chat and saying hi or give me a call and say hi or or lurk and say hi with your mind's eye. Uh, just, don't, just don't give me the evil eye and make me sick. Uh, anyway, we're going to uh, – those are all the people that have donated. But now we have to thank some giant mega corporations and place some advertisements. We'll be right back with more Nick the Rad after these commercial breaks.
8: Hi, I'm Dr. Anus Butthole. In today's internet age, it's easy to find celebrity gossip and naked photos. It's hard to know what's going on inside of your body, though. I'm trying to bridge that gap and bring your anus to the internet. And that's where my new contraption, the Analyzer, comes into play. The Analyzer is a butt-plug Internet of Things device that slides inside with ease. Once inside, sync it to your phone using the Anal App. Then, just sit back. Better yet, stand up and watch as your screen gets filled with information that you can only get from being deep in your ass. It takes temperature, contractions, tests for diseases, and even takes shit selfies. And then, with a press of a button, you can share it with the entire internet. Stop keeping your anus in the dark. Start keeping your anus healthy. Order yours today for sixty nine ninety nine on the Dark Sewer Network.
2: Sick of your rights being taken away? Start taking them away from others. Sick of being screwed by capitalism? Stop working and start begging. Sick of not having freedom of speech? Start taking it away from others. Sick of the government? Overthrow them and start your own. Order a black hoodie from the Dark Sewer Network, and for only $69.99,
9: you can become the alternative revolution of your wellest dreams today.
2: a bad apple with dead crust midnight in the sewer.
3: Hello, caller.
0: Oh, oh, oh. hey, it's midnight in the sewer, Nick. Yeah, it, is. <laughs>
2: yeah, it is. It is midnight in the sewer, and hey. I'm, I'm dying over here.
0: Hey, what are you what are you wearing? Yeah, does it make you feel better to like dress up really sexy when you're feeling
2: down? Oh, that's why I'm wearing a hoodie. Like I don't like think right of now. you
0: dressed really sexy and that bare tail. Bear tail. What are you wearing, Nick? Uh,
2: I'm wearing a, a hoodie, some, um, some eye protection gear. No pants. No. Why would I be wearing no pants? pants? The camera stops at my waist. I'm totally naked, model.
10: Brrr.
2: Actually, I do have a hey, socks hey, on though. Let me take these off. There we go.
0: Oh, oh yeah. Oh, no socks. I'll oh, show those toes. Um. What? Hey, hey, Nick. What did the janitor say when he came out of his closet?
2: Um uh, what did the janitor say when he came out of his closet? He uh he said, "Hey, why am I coming out of my closet? That's not my cock." and balls.
0: No, no, custodial closet. Not not gay closet. Well, the the janitor came out of his closet and said, Supplies! Uh, Supply. Drum roll, drum roll, please. I should, ha- Bum- I should hang up for you on that. What? No. I think I not, feel even not, sicker now. Not now. Not not today, Nick. Never let go. Cause... I'll never let go, Nick. Aren't you my doctor? Uh,
2: what? Aren't you my doctor? Aren't
0: you my patient?
2: How? How do you send checks from in the past?
0: Um, it involves a flux capacitor and uh, uh, you you put me on the spot, Nick. Um, Zindu had something to do with it. I, I fucking knew it was him. Fucking bastard! I'm God. I'm I'm working I'm working on him I'm I'm working on him. I'm, I'm
2: working Not on
0: to him. Mess with my doctor. The, the fact that the postage actually costs more than the the check's value, that that helps.
2: <laughs> you should just send me stamps, please. Come on, what are you doing here?
0: Oh, that's a good idea. Because stamps, you can lick and get a buzz. Oh Do yeah. you
2: ever chew stamps? Chew on a stamp? I don't think I've ever chewed on a stamp. But I get uh, most stamps today. You don't need to look. You're a anymore. rat. You chew on everything. Uh, oh. Hey.
3: <laughs>
2: chew on this. Uh. Hello, caller. How are you doing? Hey, hello from Spearfish. Uh, howdy, Spearfish. How are you doing? Are oh, you... this is Stillwater. Yeah, it's me. I I heard you're not feeling so well tonight, huh? No, I do not. I do not. I'm about to drink some orange juice right now, without liquor.
11: Yeah, you gotta you gotta get your vitamins and all that stuff up. It's uh, you know that's that's how you do it, I guess. I don't know. Well, um, you know, regarding the evil eye, the 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 most. Uh, I gotta know how to cure it. All I know really is uh, how to avoid it. You know what I'm saying?
2: That that helps because this lady came right up to me and was looking me in the eyes, and I know that's how I got sick.
11: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, like, the most potent way to avoid the evil eye is to never piss off anyone anywhere at any time ever, and that's really not uh possible and that's why people don't really go that route it's, in new york you, 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 could, you could do that you could
2: you don't have, you could even do more than pee on them you could poop on them and get and get let out of jail for free science
11: so okay sure yeah i mean that's not gonna get rid of the evil eye but that's, oh, that's a, true. a fun that's... weekend
2: have you ever gotten the evil eye from anybody
11: Huh? Yeah. Oh. And it's 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 worse when it comes from fam. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah like whether it's your, like your actual biological family or your like work team fam over at work or uh, wherever. You know, it always it's the worst when someone just gets really pissed off and just gives you that. Pink uh, eye, and you're like, oh, "Come on, I didn't mean to." The
2: last time I had the evil eye before this, uh, I-, I ate a really spicy taco. Uh
11: huh.
2: It, g- it gave me the evil eye. No, uh, never mind. Um.
11: Oh, you mean pink eye?
2: <laughs> well, I had that after. Um. Ow! It is I hate being sick. Uh huh. It sucks. Yeah, it's not. It's not fun, is it? No, it's not. Otherwise, they would have like sick land instead of Disney World or some shit. And go, everybody gets sick and be fun. Maybe that's why people go on cruises. Is being sick fun? Because I hear everybody gets sick on cruises all the goddamn time.
11: Yeah, because they're all on that tiny little boat and none of them can go anywhere. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense one person comes on there and they're sick and they don't know it, even before the whole coof, you know, I mean, you know, that, that'll just spread yeah. all throughout the whole uh, cruise ship, you know?
2: A whole boat full of
11: pink eye? Yeah, a whole boat full of pink eye. boat full of pink eye! There's a show title for you. Oh, man. But, hey, one of the cool things about having a, the, a fever, I've always found... Is that that's when you get the craziest dreams ever? That's true. And it's
2: fever. That's why they call it yeah. fever dreams. Oh, something I kind of like about it too when you're not doing a podcast, if you're like laying in bed, it kind of feels like your whole body's being tickled. It's like, hee hee. <laughs> it's it's a very yeah, weird yeah, feeling. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. It gets annoying after like 10 hours. But, you know, before that, it's like it's, it's, you, it's, you know, like with the fresh side of the pillow, you feel that on your entire body.
11: Yeah, yeah. The
2: cool side of the pillow. I've
11: been, I've been there before. Yeah, <laughs> like it, as long as you don't have anything else to worry about, it is kind of fun to be sick. Because like, if I get sick, I like to you know just uh, take some Nyquil and then I'll I'll watch fucking Nickelodeon, and it's 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 absolutely hilarious.
5: That actually, because sounds... you
11: know, I'm just going in and out of sleep and having these fever pitched dreams while I'm watching Nickelodeon. You know, and Nickelodeon now isn't like Nickelodeon when I was a kid, and so it's also confusing on that level, and it just kind of trips with me. It's Nickelodeon fun. now is just like a bunch Good of like times.
2: tweens fucking giving each other pink eye or something. It's weird,
11: yeah, and it's its own special flavor of nightmare fuel. It's fantastic. You should all try it out. Try getting sick, go out there and uh, lick some uh, sketchy-looking stuff out in public, and then uh, and then get some NyQuil and some Nickelodeon and have some fucked-up dreams. It's great. Ah oh, man. Ugh. Also, stay hydrated. Yeah, stay hydrated. I'm
2: been drinking a lot, and some, sadly, nothing alcoholic. Tea and odor. Yeah, that's
11: a bummer. Yeah, it is. It is. You, you still got something to smoke, though, right?
2: Oh hell yeah, man. What do you think this is? It's America.
11: Fuck yeah. That's that's my boy. <laughs> All right. Well, you 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 take it easy. And I hope you get some rest tomorrow too, you know.
2: Sounds good. And
11: uh, yeah. you know, fucking A. Hey, I'm probably going to cut the show. I'm going to fucking deadly. Gonna... Never stop being deadly, Nick the Rat. cuz when you're deadly, that, that makes me feel deadly. So man. go out there and
2: Fucking giver! Yeah. Yeah. This, this show is probably gonna be shorter than usual because I'm feeling, feeling. I'm gonna take my temperature after this. Uh, let's. Looks like I got two donations that just came in.
3: If with ten,
2: I, I shouldn't. Uh, I'll thank these people again next week too. But I want to get them in now too. But I'll thank them again next week during the official donation segment. But you know they might get mad. They're like, hey, you didn't thank me on that episode three twenty four. That's my special number. So uh, IF with ten, thank you so much, IF, and I hope you're doing good, and I hope you're uh, grooving along with all the tunes and feeling fine with with us. Even though I feel like psh, <clears throat> um oh look at this, we got a twelve twelve. This is why I read this now because if I read this next week, it wouldn't make any sense. Well, it might. Uh, it says, get well soon from lavish. Lavash. Lav- lavish. Lavish. Thank you so much, lavish, for the uh, for 12. 12. All right. Ugh. Okay, I'm going to probably cut to another song and then I'm going uh, to do a live temperature reading. Um, yeah, that's what we're going to do. Uh, let's listen to "Out." Hold on. Obstacle one by Taffy Thief.
3: There
6: you
2: go. <laughs> All right, well, I got the uh, thermometer in, and we're uh, doing a live temperature reading of Nick the Rat right now. We're gonna see how this goes. Uh, was that Diane? It's not a rectal. Hold on a second. No. Oh, okay. Hmm. 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 Uh, because maybe I should have done the temper thing during the song because I thought this was a rectal one. It tastes funny. We should, um, mm, we'll play an advertisement. So.
9: Oh, ah ah
4: Rush. only in the darkest of sewers
2: this is there we go oh okay my temperature went down a little bit 98.7 that's uh sounds like a bomb uh it was it was ninety nine point like five before. I still my throat is all clogged up. <sighs> what's what's normal, like ninety-seven point two? Ninety five point seven I still feel like shit though. I'm not cured, I'm definitely shitty. I don't feel good. I don't feel good at all. Uh maybe the hit a weed will do something here. Yeah. All right, so I'm pretty much normal. Maybe, maybe tomorrow I'll feel better. But right now, I still, I don't feel great. It's probably all the tea in the OJ.
3: But I
2: did pick up a book in case, <coughs> in case this uh, crazy gypsy lady ever comes back to the sewer and gives me the evil eye. Or if I ever get... <laughs> or if I ever get attacked? Coughings make my head hurt now. <laughs> Hold on one second.
3: Okay. So I picked up a
2: book from Jeff Bezos. So I could help defend myself. It's called A Hundred Deadly Skills. All right? So I think... There's some might be something in here I could probably learn that could help me prepare myself if I ever have to deal with a crazy-eyed uh, gypsy lady uh, or anything I don't know, you know that might come at me. Let's just let's just flip to a page and see what we can do here. Win a knife fight. Oh, this here we go. Uh, easy to acquire and uh, menacing to behold. Knives are often used by common criminals who value their intimidation factor but lack a basic knowledge of knife fighting. For this reason, operatives know that learning proper knife-fighting techniques can play a critical factor in surviving an attack. Wow. They're just saying that people that use knives are usually complete idiots? They just want to look scary? Unless somebody else has this book, then you're fucked. Uh, Guarding the Weapon. Protect Vital Organs from an Opponent's Knife and prevent the knife from being snatched by holding up a sacrificial guard hand and rotating the torso sideways. Ugh. I don't think this would work with... I don't think this would work with a crab guy. He already he has no sacrificial hands left. I got some pictures. You're supposed to hold the knife in a fist. You shouldn't have your thumb up. You should have it uh, in your thing. Um... And also you should uh you should stab people by swiping them or something. I don't know. oh, it gives you like areas of attacks too um turn knuckle turn knuckle-less towards the attacker to protect the arteries and veins on the inner wrists and forearms. Oh you wanna keep your arms so you can't get your wrists and stuff. Are you smart uh knife grip and an operative. Always maintains a full grip on his uh, penis handle, Uh, his knife handle. Leaving the thumb stretched out over the top of the handle is extremely unsafe. So if he curls his thumb around the handle to prevent injury and prohibit an opponent from taking his knife away. Yeah, I was already talking about that. Uh, Angle of attack to weaken opponent. Stab and slice along one of the eight angles of attack. This kind of motion enables the operative to fillet a muscle apart, disabling the opponent and allowing the operative to gain the upper hand. Uh, cut points. There's... I gotta Look at this picture over here. I can't see it because the fucking camera's all fucky. It's like a picture of a dude and there's like lines going all over him, like different slice lines. It looks like a pizza pie. Uh, cut points. In a life or death struggle, an operative will try to. St- I like how they say operative. Will try to stab an opponent in one of the body's large arteries to cause a lethal injury. The femoral art, femoral, femoral artery, located on the inside of each thigh, has a great chance of being left unguarded. So pretend you're stabbing him in the dick, but go for the leg. A uh, civilian bluff. What is this? A knife that is not used, uh, not used safely, provides no defense at all. It is more likely to imperil the user than to wound his attacker. Bluff. Knives are everywhere. Know how to use one when crisis strikes. What the fuck is this bluff thing? Oh, civilian. bluff I don't know. I don't know. So here you go. How to win a knife fight. This book is going to save my life one day, and it could save yours too. I'm going to read one more page from this. I was too sick to make any content. I mean, uh, let's flip to a random page here. Oh, this tells you how to steal a vehicle. Right, let's read let's read this. I don't know if I'll need to steal a vehicle if I'm uh, trying to get away from the evil eye, but this might help me. Uh, unlike their big screen counterparts... Violent nomads don't drive Aston Martins, Porsches, or any type of bond-worthy rides. The best vehicle for carrying out a mission—what the fuck is this book about? Is the vehicle that attracts the least attack, uh, attention. The vehicle that will allow an operative to tail and sit on a target for hours without risking detection. Oh, thank God there's a phone call coming in. Let's take that call. We'll learn about stealing cars a little bit later.
3: Risking.
2: Uh, oh, because- operative, can you please turn down your radio?
3: I,
12: was that my radio?
2: I'd, might be, might be, could be. First time caller line.
12: Wait, wait, what?
2: This is the first time caller first- line.
12: <laughs> Who are you? I've never called here before.
2: You sound new. You sound new to me, to my sick little rat ears.
12: Finely tuned.
2: Turn up the bass. I could turn the bass up. I don't think that's going to help. Is it or, there a
12: bass on the stream that you can crank up?
2: I could crank anything on the stream. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. I don't know if it sounds good. But, oh, yeah? Uh, yeah.
12: You can crank anything on the stream, huh? I really could. Hell, yeah, you can.
2: You want me to crank anything for you? Go I ahead think. and crank it. I can crank the want. treble. <laughs> right, I, lowered, I lowered the bass to normal. I don't want to fuck with that shit right now. Uh, how are you doing tonight, caller?
12: Pretty good. How are you?
2: I'm ill and feeling, reading a book feeling, for feeling people, people on the podcast. at all? Do
12: you uh, feel better at all?
2: I don't know. Not really. My throat still feels... Ugh, that's... Just, uh, I just want to lay down right now and, and have uh, make whoopee to my pillow.
12: Are you uh, you said you're having tea?
2: Yeah, I drank some tea. Some go-go berry elder juice. Fucking, I don't know what else is in here. Some shit. Uh, and also orange juice. Uh, tis
11: the
12: season, right? Or no?
2: Tis the season for orange juice? Orange, you uh, all
12: the time.
2: For illness, uh, the winter, I guess. I don't know. Being sick, sure. Of- I've never missed an episode of Nick the Rat Radio, so I guess I can't be too too much of an ill person. But then again, I'll just do the sewer. Show or no? It's, I don't know what the temperature is down here. It's when you, when you're sick, you start to you don't you lose you you don't know what the hell's going on anymore. You're kind of just walking it's around. A little
12: bit of- a little bit of a draft, maybe.
2: Could be. Got one of these, it's called an air thing. This thing's stupid. It detects what's in the air, because the sewer had a lot of uh, chemicals coming down here. I don't believe this thing. I don't believe what it says.
12: Really? Yeah, it's called... It's like a rayon, rayon, something or other kind of, like, thing, detector?
2: Um, yeah, if you look up air things, or air thingy, and, um... It's, there's like three different types of air things. Uh, I got the small one cause it detects VOCs, the temperature and the humidity and mold too.
12: Nice. Oh, huh.
2: But I don't think, I think it's bullshit. Hmm. Cause these numbers just you jump all over know. the place. What? Yeah. The air thingy. Duck, duck, go.
12: Stuff like that.
2: It's weird. I don't know why I got it. I just wanted to, I just wanted to see if there's anything wrong with the air.
12: Do you think it's accurate as to how you feel about there?
2: I don't think accurate. I don't think anything's really accurate. Like how accurate is anything really? Like, I guess if you're shooting a target and the the target's pretty big, you could be accurate with a big target. But if the target is like doesn't even exist, how could you be accurate? I think
12: accuracy depends on how much you trust something,
2: right? I guess the trust and faith. I've got faith of the heart. Yeah, people
13: that calibrate stuff.
2: Once you're not to, cal- to calibrate something, it, your your job seems like it's very easy. Okay. When, like, if you're like a calibrator, you could probably get paid good money to calibrate stuff. But to calibrate something, it's very. It looks like you're not doing anything. It's like yeah, yeah, you're good, and you can just walk away. I'm like, wow, that guy's. I didn't do shit, and you got paid a lot of money to calibrate it. Like, yeah.
12: <laughs> Especially if it's already, like, really close to <laughs> being already calibrated.
2: Uh, okay, you're done. Imagine Bye.
12: that. Like, like the initial set. because, I mean, that's got to happen every once in a while. The initial setup of something, the calibration's got to be so close that it's like, tweak, and then you're like, oh, I'm done.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, the, the more you get paid, the easier a job or something. Unless it's brain surgery. Yeah. Whoa. This book tells me how to steal a plane. Sorry.
12: I've watched that. There's a plane repo, like reality reality television show that was on TV where they go around and repo planes.
2: Really? Yeah, <laughs> that's uh, that's crazy. very specific. That's the only repoed planes, or that was just something they repoed.
12: That was just, no, the only thing that they repoed was planes. I can't remember what channel it was on. It was very bizarre.
2: Plane repo so. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah they, like, I found I mean, this...
12: you, you, you gotta imagine you, you gotta have a pilot or something, you know? And like, why the hell would a traditional repo guy hire a pilot?
2: Can you repo the pilot? We're taking your pilot. I <laughs> so you can't fly the plane. It's
13: double repo.
2: This this book tells me how to transform an umbrella into a lead pipe. Basically, it says just stick a bunch of wrenches inside of an umbrella and then hit somebody in the face with it. <laughs> this is fucking. <laughs> this
12: sounds very uh, very effective.
2: It's uh, It probably is if you get smacked in the face with a wrench.
12: Oh, yeah. I would imagine so.
2: This is crazy. Acquire an umbrella, zip ties, and three or four wrenches. So it's not even just one wrench. It's three or four of them.
12: You got a complete survival kit, then.
2: <laughs> I'm going to go repo a plane with an umbrella. Later I
12: think tomorrow. you can build a fire with that.
2: Probably. Well, these pages, I think, are waterproof, so it might not burn very well.
12: Oh, oh, damn it. If it well, it depends on what they're waterproof, with. some true. sort of plastic, plastic sure, resin. I'm sure it'll burn, can, like, but it, burn it, down.
2: it might make my air thing alarm go off. I'm like, oh, there's too many POVs in there. Oh, yeah, there you go. Oh, Don't breathe second. it. Don't breathe the fire. How are you feeling, caller?
12: I'm feeling. Uh, I don't know. I feel about the same as you do. I think you're sick. Even though I'm not. I'm not sick. No, you're not no, sick, I'm not.
2: but you you don't know how I feel.
12: No, but I'm uh, guessing.
2: Are you I'm also gambling. feeling pretty high?
12: Uh yeah, maybe, maybe a little bit.
2: So you, you want to talk about uh, Ukraine?
12: Oh, uh, yeah. Uh,
2: yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess we did. So uh, what else do you want to talk about?
12: Oh, we talked about Ukraine? We just we? did. I just
2: asked you if you want to talk about it and you said, yeah. Oh, yeah.
12: Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I got. Oh, oh, yeah. You covered it. That's, uh, that's the best coverage I've ever heard recently. Of the whole situation.
2: Most so truth that, you could get yeah. right there.
12: No, it, it totally sums it up, too. That's what I'm saying. That's And that's not like... I'm not even trying to be sarcastic. It just sounds like sarcasm. Uh,
2: I don't think it could be sarcastic. You don't sound like a sarcastic person.
12: I, well, I could be, but I'm not trying to be. And, and it totally sounds like it in my head. And I'm pretty certain not on the stream.
2: A caller, because why would you ever want to make a concealable it. compass? Like, what's the? Why does it have to be concealable? Why would you not want everybody a to con- see your compass?
12: Concealable compass?
2: Yeah.
12: Oh, uh, to have a not be affected by external metals that are around it. That's why usually a compass on a boat is put in a wooden box.
2: He conceals it in his pants. Not
12: like, magnetic metals that are constructing it. If
2: you're getting like held hostage or something, or if some crazy gypsy lady's trying to give you the evil eye, uh, what, I don't think they're really going to care if you have a compass.
12: Uh, I mean they wouldn't care, but I mean the direction factor—you know it can point you in the right direction of everything. Yeah, yeah. like the magic eight ball.
2: Oh, yeah. you don't... <laughs> Give me your magic eight ball. It's concealed. No. How'd you see it? It's a compass. <laughs> <laughs> now we're taking your plane too. Oh, man. This book is awesome. I'm just going to read this. I'm not going to even... Uh... I'm just going to stop the show and read this book for a little bit. Survive an active shooter. Wow. I see two things in that's, big words here. The first big word is run, that's a good. and the second one is hide.
12: Sound advice. That's totally sound advice. Especially in this day and age. I think you think that that instinct is ingrained in a lot of people?
2: What to hide?
12: To run and hide after hearing, uh, I don't know. I I guess what would be the triggering event that would cause that? Uh, What noise or what What makes somebody run? Um, A dinosaur to to make somebody run and hide, though, in a situation like that—is it uh, verbal? Is it a uh, mechanical or?
2: I wouldn't even bother with the hiding. I would just keep running. Because sooner or later, you'll be out of view and then you'll be hidden. So if you keep running, you will have automatically uh, hide yourself. All right. Listen to this part of the book. This part, this is really annoying me. This says, this is a hide somewhere out of the assailant's view. What the fuck else is hiding going to be? How could you (laughs) –
12: I'm hiding, but you
2: can't see me. <laughs> hide right in front of them. Stand in front of them and, and hide. Out of the... That's pretty fun. All right, this book is... Uh, really <laughs> I'm going to get killed.
12: pretty certain that's the object <laughs> of yeah, hiding. Make sure, make sure they don't see you. It's... Thanks for defining the object of hiding to me in <laughs> such a profound manner.
2: Well, under run, it said, make sure to put one foot in front of the other. It's...
12: <laughs> eh. And jostle your arms for balance.
2: Run around. Uh, ah, Caller, have you ever gotten the evil eye?
12: Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Many a time.
2: Do you know of any way to protect yourself from it? Not really, no. Well, uh, we don't want to waste anybody's time then. So we're going to find other people that might know how to uh, save themselves from the evil eye. But before that, we're going to listen to some music over here. We have Adrift Among Infinite Stars with, wait, there's a call coming? Hello, caller?
13: Hello. Hello, Nick the Rat. Hi, how are you? kinda of sad.
2: You wanna you wanna tell me about it?
13: In the um in the old normal, I work as a roadie and uh I was on the production of cats. And um the week of the shutdown was when, you know, it was just two weeks to flatten the curve and nothing else had happened yet. Um we were in Canada Uh, rewind a week we were in Fort Myers Florida rewind one more week so two three weeks before the shutdowns I had one of the most hellacious experiences when it came to actually like doing a tour we did three cities in one week five semi-trailers and uh, it was one of those situations where uh, for the jumps, which is the distance between venue to venue, yeah. um, they were so, so far apart that no matter what time we left the loadout, we were going to be late. And they're really small. Uh, in two of the cases, they were bumfuck venues and bumfuck towns. Uh, I wish I could remember the names. It was somewhere in Georgia, uh, maybe Columbus, Georgia. Which is actually a nice venue, but the, the local stage hands they it really leaves a lot to be desired. And so then the, we did somewhere in Mississippi.
2: The whole troop travels together?
13: Mm-hmm.
2: How how many people but, and for how long?
13: Uh upwards of forty people, I would have to guess. Um that's a that's a really low estimate.
2: Whoa.
13: Um Yeah. So- and there's 13 crew members, and then, like, four management, five management, uh, a sizable band of eight people, and then a cast of 30.
2: Is there, like, a lot of partying in that happens, too? Because I can only imagine there's musicians and actors and stuff. Um, do the do the cats I mean, get down?
14: I mean, there's, there's
13: people that I know that go ham-wild. There's people that I know that are totally sober, you know? It really just depends on who you hang out with. But, um, one of the last venues or the, the last venue that we played of that week was in Connecticut. And, uh, it was, it was brutal. I mean, the show was already hard enough, but, uh, that particular venue, just because, I mean, you walk in, you walk in and I mean, you could spit and hit the other side of the stage. That's how small of a space it was. Um, yeah, it was it was a hardcore day, but uh, you know, with the help of the local head electrician who ran the building, we got it in, and we were able to have a show. And you know, say vie. I just learned uh, from a post that that guy had passed away. This head electrician, ah. and uh, turns out that our show was the very last one that he had done because then the 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 two weeks to flatten the curve hit, and then two years later, he'd still not worked a tour in that, or he hadn't worked a show in that venue. So, I just uh, it's a little, it's a little bit of a mind fuck. Do you I, know uh, if any I of the cats the
2: gave him a an evil eye? Maybe uh, there might have been. Some you know chinelli.
13: how to repel these, right?
2: What? How? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Devil horns. Devil, Devil oh. You go like this? Ronnie James
13: Dio. Put your hands up? Yeah, well, yes. But it's not like the, it's not the Gene Simmons with the thumb out. You gotta, you gotta like make the circle with the two horns.
2: Now is that, is that for devil horns or is that to like, to block? Is that kind of like a low, uh, low, uh, Mo Larry and Curly? Like I'm gonna poke you in the eyes.
13: (laughs) We'll see, you'd be missing that that middle one, which is the evil eye. Ooh. So you would need to actually do like a, like a middle finger and, and then your index finger, and the, and the evil eyes in the middle Pinky finger. Yeah. Okay. So follow along, stick your pink or your index finger out, your middle <laughs> finger out, leave your thumb or your uh, ring finger down, bring up your pinky and then make a circle, like touch your thumb to your, uh, to your ring finger and then hold it up. Uh, that's, that's the, that's the anti-evil eye.
2: Two in the pupil, actually, one
13: in the eye. One in the steeple.
2: One in the, two in the pupil, one in the steeple.
9: That's pretty, yeah, good. Right.
13: <laughs> Selfie. But, uh, now nah, this dude is cool as fuck. He, uh, he actually gifted me a couple of tacos because I missed, uh, breakfast break because I was trying to catch up so hard he was like hey I got you a couple tacos here I was like fuck yes I don't even like Taco Bell tacos but I'm gonna have a couple here
2: (laughs) was he an older guy or a young
13: guy yeah I mean he'd been in that venue since the 70s working there um I guess probably late 60s early 70s maybe I'm not really sure
2: well hopefully he had a a good good ride
13: yeah, old school fucking northeasterner uh, stagehand. Yeah, probably had the cushy union job there for a long, long time. Oh, yeah. He's old school stagehand though. That's that's uh, eventually those those dudes will die out, and then my generation will die out, and then we have the new young and upcoming stagehands.
2: So this is the the problem I have with like because you know you, you only live once and people are like oh you gotta have fun you only live once and all that but how do you have fun like what's sometimes like what, what does that even mean live life to its fullest how, how how do I I'm breathing and my heart's going I guess I'm living it to its fullest but um, it's it's it is a little depressing for me when thinking about death and stuff
13: you know I don't really I don't really think about it in terms of trying to live out some unmentioned potential really just boil it down to just keep moving forward.
11: Can't have the sad without
13: the happy.
2: That's true. That's true. You wouldn't know what happy was without the sad.
13: Exactly. What kind of utopia is it if you don't even know that you're happy?
2: A bunch of dull-eyed doofuses walking around in circles giggling. i would be...
9: Yeah.
14: Uh.
13: This is not the zombie apocalypse I ordered. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh. That'd be a weird uh, Joker movie where he actually pulls it off and gets everybody to start giggling, laughing, and walking around. I, I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh. Uh. So is is a uh, work kicking up again for you, or is it? Finally, after five thousand,
13: <laughs> transitioned to a different type of doing the same thing,
9: mm. uh,
13: which is stationary. Um, yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't know. I was actually having this conversation today. I don't know when the touring environment will be a quote unquote safe space to return to because they went. Pretty hard in the mandates. We've got to have four d- shots and wear seventeen masks. And-
2: the damage is done. Even though uh, at the State of the Union, only one guy had a mask on. Uh, there, a lot of people's brains have just been like, "Well, we need masks forever now." It's, uh, mm-hmm. I know, whatever, but uh, uh
13: you know, I'm not. I don't. I don't want to get into. Right, especially I don't want to take your show down this tangent. But <laughs> just the, an observation I have all the time is. The people in the mask have to be the ones that are not vaccinated, or uh, that are vaccinated at this point.
2: <laughs> Maybe everybody's different. You never really know. You could. It's uh, it's very easy to generalize people into uh, uh. The, you never know if somebody's doing Pepsi it.
13: Pepsi and Coke. <laughs> yeah,
2: it's you never really know why they're doing what they're doing. Sometimes they don't know either. But uh, it's it's the people that that are very vocal about why they're doing what they're doing. That could uh, be something or something. I don't, uh, I, I miss, I miss the, I miss the, the good old days when, <laughs> when there was the truth. And Everybody's lying these days. It lies everywhere. And we base our lives off of it. But, but you know, fucking science, science, science okay. has become a big old weird, strange lie lately
13: science used to be an art now it's just a weapon
2: that's like computer numbers it's a uh, uh there's there's a lot of stats stats are goddamn bullshit because there's no accuracy like in new york city they're like oh crime is down no crime is way up it's just people aren't reporting it also th- th- your definition of crime has changed it's <laughs> fucking 1984 or whatever all over it's it's crazy
13: now, do you think this was a... Obviously, it started before the before the two two weeks to flatten the curve. It definitely started 2015-16. Um, 2012, yeah. I mean, I know. It's, I guess it's whatever to do it by the presidential terms. But, um, I mean, do you, do you think it goes earlier than 2012? Oh, yeah,
2: from the beginning of time. Uh, the cavemen used to um trick trick cave women and say oh yeah my 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 uh my pe- my pecker is uh bigger than his by 5 inches like that's impossible but you know then he would just hit her in the head with a club and then i don't know people always lie to each other people don't know the truth and they still even even the people that don't know the truth might think that they know the truth or the, vice versa then it's it's kind of hard to say anything is real or something
13: Well, I do know that the that protective evil eye gesture will will ward away evil eyes. Thank you that so much. For real. That that is yeah. very <laughs> definition of how magic works.
2: Alright, caller. I real will uh, I said it was. <laughs> I'm gonna show you a good way to uh uh block people on the phone. It's it's that. Boom. Um Thank you for the call. A lot of good information there. The horns, I've heard about that. It's a good way to stop it and poke people in the eye too. Let's listen to Adrift Among Infinite Stars by Scott Buckley.
3: Girls,
12: girls want to fuck, they want to give up the pussy, and people want to like you, and people want, like, people who are making money and doing things, they want to, like, generate more, and they want to have, be surrounded by, like, other people who are, like, positive and doing shit, and so you're, it's basically, it's like walking into a house, and there's, like, a whole living room full of people, and, like, Thanksgiving dinner, and they're all like, hey, whoa, he's here! He's here! Hey, Timmy Balenciaga's here! Oh my God! Come sit down. And you're just like, no, nah, I'm gonna crawl under the house. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the warm welcome. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go in the bathroom immediately.
11: It's in love as well. Some love with Paris. Yeah. and Tifa. And
12: Tifa, of course.
11: Yeah, everybody wants to have both. Yeah. <laughs> but It's the no, two sides. Yeah. It's, the, it's the two options of girls you can have. This, you don't you know Final have... Fantasy. No. It's the best. It's a love triangle, uh-huh. where Aeris or
2: Aerith, depending on what, what version of the game you have, sometimes uh-huh. it's sometimes mistranslated, like, she's like the really kind girl who has superpowers, like, to, like, heal everyone and, like, make the world a better place. Poor I mean, women,
4: we have to heal everyone. I and mean, then
2: Tifa's, exhausting. like, this, like, sexy little thing, who's like a thief and stuff, who wears a short skirt, and you're like, I can't decide... And then and then Airis and Heiress right at her
11: peak gets killed. I'm Corporal John McBurney, but everybody calls me McBee.
9: How old are you Amy?
8: Twelve? Thirteen in September.
9: Well enough for
2: kisses.
11: Hi, this is Brandon Ramey from the accounts department. How are you doing?
2: Hi, how are you doing there?
11: I'm good. And I am you this morning to get a lower interest rate on a credit card account, is that right?
2: Yes, yeah, it's true. I've uh spent a lot of my money. I'm I'm kind of in debt right now.
11: Mhm. And how, what do you say? How much do you own a credit card right now? Any good
2: gifts? Uh let's see my Visa card, I think I'm about uh, it's like I think it's three or four thousand dollars in debt. I owe.
11: All right. And how many credit cards do you have under your name?
2: I have three of them, but the Visa one is the is the most because I went on this mayonnaise spending spree. I had to buy, I bought like five thousand jars of mayonnaise. It was a wild party. But yeah, now I'm I owe a lot of money. All right.
11: And through which bank you got this Visa? Like which bank is that?
2: Uh, it's uh, Shitty Bank. Is
11: that your city Costco or City?
2: What was that? I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you.
11: Is that your city Costco Visa card or Simplicity Visa?
2: I can't understand. It sounds like you have a mouthful of mayonnaise. Were you at the party? No. Okay, well.
11: I'm asking you, is that your city Costco?
2: A Costco? I went to Costco and I bought mayonnaise at Costco, yes.
14: Now, in my mind, I just create a thought that something should happen to you, something good or bad. Well, it may happen, it may not happen. If you are very receptive to me, it may. If I say something, If you take it very seriously, uh, you may change things. But if I invest my emotion in my thought, I will make sure the thought gets across to you in a very big way. Then the chances are more that it may happen to you. It is not even that. It is necessarily happening only because of my thought and emotion. It's just that my thought and emotion will create a whole bunch of thoughts in your mind which is now modern science is called as neuroplasticity. That because of a powerful thought and emotion that I threw at you, now you get enslaved to that and your whole psyche is around that thought and emotion, Sadhguru said this, Sadhguru said this and you're going crazy about that. And your entire brain will take shape in that way. It is no more mythology, modern neurology is talking about, neurosciences are talking about it. So you will manifest that, good or bad. Now if I invest my life energies behind it, even if I don't tell you what is my thought, still I can change the neuroplasticity of who you are. It's possible to do that. So when you talk about those boons and curses, they're talking about that kind of influence. Somebody who's invested a lot, to generate this kind of energy within himself say something and that thing just happens to you because your whole mind gets wrapped around that little seed that is thrown into you. So, this is why… this is why (coughs) even… even to teach a simple form of spiritual process, even to teach a very basic form of meditativeness when you come to us, we will not do it… Unless you take a larger identity, that you become all-inclusive in some way, if you are not all-inclusive and you become powerful in your mind, you are a dangerous character. It's just like somebody who is not in some way responsible for the world, has a nuclear bomb in his hand, he will inevitably cause damage, isn't it? So this is why meditations and spiritual processes, before they're being taught, a certain amount of making you, your identity much larger than your individual identity, so that you become all-inclusive before you become meditative, is always taken care of. In spite of that, there could be a Vishwamitra being born, what can we do? Oh No, okay, that part of it. It doesn't matter how powerful I am and what I do, you can develop your own, sense of integrity about the nature of who you are. If you have done enough work upon yourself, you will determine, nobody else can determine. Because if you are just on the level of your mind, I can take over. But if you have touched your deeper dimensions of intelligence, if you have become conscious in some way, no, you cannot be influenced. So that is why it's very important to be conscious Conscious means that a dimension beyond your physiological and psychological structure has become a living reality for you. If this has happened to you, you can walk into hell, no problem.
6: My favorite religion is actually Shinran Buddhism. I was married in a Shinran Buddhist church uh, thirty-five years ago and... uh, the great thing about Shinran is it's an offshoot of Amida Buddhism. Uh, Amida was the Buddha who refused, refused to enter nirvana until all sentient beings could enter nirvana with him. And so he reincarnates for perpetually to bring everybody to uh, supreme enlightenment. And part of the teaching of Amida Buddhism is if you call on Amida Buddha once with true faith That'll be enough. Even if you screw up this life entirely, in your next life, you'll do better. In the life after that, you'll do better until eventually you do achieve total detachment and nirvana. All you've got to do is say in Japanese, Namu Amida Butsu, in the name of Amida Buddha. If you say it with true faith, you will eventually be saved. And uh, in the 12th century, a monk named Shinran meditated on this until his heart broke. He thought it was just not fair to those people who can't muster a true faith. There are some people who are always asking questions, never satisfied, always asking the next question, always a little bit skeptical. I'm one of them. And uh, we just can't manage true faith. We just can't. uh, We're always wondering. Maybe there's an alternative. Maybe there's another way of looking at it. And Amita, the Buddha of boundless compassion, could he possibly leave us out if he intends to bring all beings to perfect bliss and enlightenment, and Shinran decided that was impossible. So Shinran Buddhism is based on the teaching that if you say Namu, Amida, Butsu once, whether you have faith or not, it's enough, you'll be saved eventually. I think that is the most merciful, the most commonsensical, the most generous, and the most noble religion ever invented. Uh, At least it seems that way to those of us who are incapable of true faith (laughs) in the traditional sense. And so I have said Namu Amida Butsu with uh, some degree of faith and with a great deal of skepticism on numerous occasions. I've never managed total faith, but I like to say it because uh, Shinran says whether I believe it or not, it will work. And so I'd like to leave everybody with those words, Namu Amida Butsu. Say them once. And whether you believe it or not, it will work, and all your problems will be solved. It may take a thousand incarnations, but eventually you'll get there. And hey, we've got lots of time.
2: It's a Pyramid Song by Laughing Matter. I think that's a remake of uh, another song, probably. Whoa. Oh, man, I am fading. Probably going to have to start to speed through the show a little bit, but we got uh, some voicemails. Let's speed through the voicemails. Let's do that. 917-719-5923.
3: Hold on, I don't hear anything. What's going on here? I
2: have it. Hold on. Hold on. Ow. Got darn buttons. Here we go. Nine one seven, seven one nine,
3: five nine two three. Happy birthday to you. It's not my birthday. Happy
0: birthday to you.
9: Happy birthday.
0: Happy birthday.
1: Happy birthday
9: to you. Beer,
1: wrap, screw it. Screw it. Happy birthday.
3: At Bird Day,
2: do you do? At Bird Day. At Bird Day. 917 719 i Please. you have your 5-1, reach That oh, looks like we got a, a signals crossed cross there. Uh, let's go through at Bird Day to 917 5923
11: Hey, uh, there, there is a, another protective thing against the evil eye. Really? Uh, uh, take something that you can put around your neck that you can still draw on or paint on or, uh, whatever, and then in blue ink or paint, draw the eye of Horus, and then when you wear that around your neck, you know, like underneath your shirt or whatever, that will protect you from the evil eye.
2: Alright, anyway, uh later. Alright, I gotta draw up. Diane, can you give me a pad and pen, blue one? I draw a whore's ass and strap it on my neck. Right, that's the next break. Alright, cool. Nine one seven seven one nine five nine two three. Nick the rat.
12: Nick. The rat? Hi.
3: Nick the rat? Hi. Nick the rat? Hi. Thanks a rush. Cheers. Possibly next week uh
2: hog story. I'm, uh, tomorrow I'm sleeping all fucking day. Uh I left me some Carol and John. Nine one seven seven one nine five nine two three. Hey Nick. Hey. How you doing? I'm feeling like crap.
10: Well, that's what happens if you hang out in the sewer long enough. This is true. Eventually, uh, your environment will be something you succumb to.
2: How are you doing, Colin? Yeah
10: doing pretty good. I just uh, had a quick one for you tonight. Uh, I like quickies. There, there's, a, there's a way you can beat the evil eye. There's a way you can beat all negativity, all curses. And, you know, as an operative, the way that you do it is you imply the uh, mental strategy of I am rubber and you are glue. Oh, you know?
2: I think that's in this book Build
10: too. Rubber glue, yeah. You
2: know, and,
10: and no take-backs. No you know backs. I mean?
2: Yeah, I think what I learned that one from uh, was Pee Wee Herman. Pee Wee Herman didn't invent that,
10: right? Oh, he invented it, but uh, you know, I'm sure he was Pee Wee and his Herman. You know what I'm saying?
9: Yeah, because that was the first uh, time I
2: ever heard that was uh, Pee Wee Herman saying, whatever you say, bounce off me, sticks to you, whatever, however uh-huh. you say it. Uh,
10: yeah. Yes, but that's that's the strategy for the evil eye. Oh. You know, it's a strategy for all wickedness that's directed in your righteous path. So that's to say you're mostly accurate, entangled, untangling of the truth of this reality is as long as you're mostly righteous, the I'm rubber, your glue works.
2: What if you just put like super glue in your eyes and just glue them closed so you can't...
10: Well, that's called intentional spiritual blindness and uh, it's a level of ignorance that deserves the punishment that you seek.
2: Whoa, that's... Are you a guru?
10: No, I'm a goo goo <laughs> 'cause
2: the the words you say they feel like they have meaning to it,
10: yeah, that's the whole way of the platitude you know it's uh, you know it's 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 a bunch of nothing hmm. you know what you gotta do is find your center and work out from there.
2: I don't play basketball.
10: You know, but that big man on the court, you know, he can set it up to where your guard and your forward can score. And meanwhile, you know, he's jerking off in the corner. Yeah,
2: that's what that man's you know? yeah, is. there's the big man. There's there to touch the ball, and jump Exactly.
10: Exactly, and You Get your big man with his hand on the balls you know but no seriously like if it, the the rubber glue man rubber glue it's
2: true if you could you uh, build a defense within to repel you're good to go and then it, karma it, it's like yeah. karma cuz it hits the person that gave it to you it hits them right in the face
10: yeah and you know angels right and god and 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 the trinity of 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 the christian faith all recognize the rubber and the, the the goo no no maybe i'm a goo or a goo goo oh fuck man i'm sorry nick uh i, Caller. Mean, I was going somewhere with Caller, that. i don't
2: believe you're a but, guru anymore <laughs> you had me sold for no. a little while i wasn't selling anything You're not selling. That's
10: how I got you. There was nothing for sale, but you were buying.
2: I am buying. What you selling?
10: Yeah, but but I wasn't selling anything.
2: But I'm buying.
10: It's just okay. Look, man, I got some vaccine.
2: Ooh.
10: And uh, you selling? Yeah. You know, not only am I selling it, but uh, I can get the government to buy it for you. You just have to accept it. Into my life. You're still going to be able to contract the disease the vaccine is supposed to vaccinate you or inoculate you against. And you're still going to get sick. Yeah, and you can probably make everybody else around you sick.
2: Kind of like that chicken pox shot. But right? after you get that chicken pox shot, you still get all those. You get you still get chicken pox and still spread chicken pox.
10: Yeah, and, yeah, exactly. And you can get shit on your shingles. Oh yeah, it, it, you know what I mean. So if if there's a, I mean, you're in the sewer, so you get a lot of shit on your shingles. Oh
2: man, right? My I mean, my toast is well buttered. Or peanut butter? <laughs> what, is, what is the shit on the shingle supposed to be?
10: Well, the shit on the shingles is Corned more of beef. a chipped beef. Yeah. Was, yeah. But you could, you know, have an asshole flurry flurry in in the sewer. I mean, you, you actually get the real shit, you know? First hand. It, it's there. It's there. Oh, man. You know, but uh, I I I, uh, I I fortunately have a, a lake of swans uh, uh, that I'm uh, working on. They're on the road again, so I must be up very early, Me too. and uh, I, I've got to leave this filthy shithole that you call an office and a studio. It's more like a. In a a shitty sewer. Um, but I I'll leave you with this. I'm rubber. You're glue, whatever you say, bounces off of me and
2: sticks ah, if you don't finish saying it, it's not gonna stick to me. It's it's all over you. Let's listen to Streets by Baradine. Thank you, Caller.
4: Sorry about the mess up. I'm not bothered to film this again. I've been going through some things, struggling with my inner man. So
2: and get that caller's name. Give a sexy voice. I'm vibrate my eardrums like, woo. I know I promised you some things. has
4: gotta be a better- A motherfucking wedding. You're the type I wanna marry and keep you married.
2: I'm fading pretty pretty fast right now. Uh, let's look at a... Let's read one more of these pages here. I came across something that I thought would be very interesting for the for the audience here. We got a... Yeah, we're going to turn off the phone line, too. Diane, turn off the phone line. We're shutting the show down a little bit early, even though we've been going at it for two and a half hours here. Uh, let's see. What do we got here? <clears throat> Dispose of a body... <laughs> with a preference for vehicular collision and untraceable injections a violent nomad jeez this guy is all about operatives and violent nomads always attempts to disguise an assassination so that it looks like an accident but sometimes a hit simply goes bad a nomad makes mistakes that could lead to his identification or his uh, or a surprised mid-mission by an incidental third party in order to safely ex- extricate extricate himself from the area of operation the no man must first dispose of the corpse let's see there's like naked dead people pictures here a land burial burial uh compared to the typical horizontal burial site a vertical grave leaves a significant smaller footprint above ground and less surface area means a smaller signature for dogs to sniff out the grave is dug two feet deeper than the length of the body, which is lowered down head first so that the organs, which give off the most scent, are buried deep underground. So remember, people, two feet deeper than the person's height, head first, dump them in the hole. Uh, there's also a thermal burial. To eradicate all trace of a body, a cremation chamber can be replicated by filling a 50-gallon steel drum halfway with jet fuel. Where are you getting fucking jet fuel from? Is there a chapter on how to make that? Let's see. Jet fuel can be commandeered from a small private airport with minimal security. Honey, I just killed somebody. I'm going to go make a run to the airport to steal some jet fuel to burn the body. All right. After about two hours, bones and teeth will have turned to dust, making any identification near impossible. This method will give off significant amount of smoke, more easily spotted during the day, and flame, more easily spotted at night, and must be undertaken in desolate rural environments. There you go. Jet fuel, everybody, in a, in a 50-gallon barrel. There's also <coughs> a maritime burial. I'm all I'm getting all snotted up here. Hold on a second. Is the chat? Uh, no, that's all good. Okay. Uh, maritime burial: the least discoverable discoverable burial site is a watery grave at the bottom of the ocean floor. What if you're in the middle of the country? Uh, a few nautical miles offshore, weighted down by fifty pounds of steel pipe, bricks, or cinder blocks, the body is wrapped in a layer of perforated construction plastic or ground cloth so that the air bubbles won't prevent it from sinking. An operative will secure the plastic with a double layer of chicken wire to prevent body parts from floating to the surface as the body is attacked by marine life or degrades over time. There you go, chicken wire, lead pipes, and a uh, and a perforated construction bag. There you go. The more you know. <laughs> this episode will last on YouTube. <laughs> I'm just telling you how to dispose of the bodies. Jeez. This book is really helpful here. I'm am uh, going to read it some more, and I'm going to play some music now, because uh, I'm just going to play the rest of the songs we have and, and close the show out. I hope everybody's having a, a good, good time so far, and I hope you're not sick. But if you are sick and you're listening to this, you're probably uh, tripping balls. Uh, can You Feel My Heart by Saints?
1: dark, can you fix the broken, can you feel, can you feel my
2: she like Scorpion from Mortal Kombat? Reaping, reaping... Get over here! And rips out the heart. I can feel it. Oh, man. Okay, everybody. The show's over. I thought sunglasses would protect me from the evil eye, but apparently it's glue, rubber, and devil horns. We learned a lot this episode. Um, I think it's to live life to its fullest. And... And uh, don't be an asshole or something. I don't know. Oh, God. I can't wait to go lay down. I hope everybody's uh, feeling good. Uh, All right, the show's over. Diane, get the uh, hot water uh, tub ready for me. I'm just going to take a quick dip before I go to sleep. But there's no water. They turn it off after a certain time. Why do they do that? Okay, uh everybody, we got we're going to get out of here. This last song is called Little Star by um uh X's Effects. Have a great week. We'll be back next week. Hopefully, I'll be better. I'm sure I will be. I'll probably be better by tomorrow, but I I'll feel good. You guys are my late night warriors. I love you all and uh I'll see you soon.
3: that you were born for this moment.
0: You didn't know that your life had been consecrated to me by the devil. But you sensed it. Mm. You sensed it, didn't you? That's why my portrait had a strange meaning to you. Why it frightened you. You felt that your life and your body were mine. You felt like me because you were destined to become me. Useless body without life. Love that young man had for you could have saved you. Do you know that? He might have brought help for you. But I was stronger, and now you will lead such a beautiful life of evil and hate in me. Don't
9: kill the animals! Friends have rights!